What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Tango Delta Podcast. This week, Coach Kimbo and I discuss our five favorite movements. Some might be the same, some might be different, but we are talking about our five favorite movements. What's your favorite movement? Leave us a message. Leave us a comment. Uh, text us. Call us. Whatever. Let us know what your five favorite movements of CrossFit are and why. Here's ours. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Tango Delta Podcast. I'm Coach Decker. I'm here with my lovely wife, Coach Kimbo. Hello. <clears throat> Today, we're going to have some fun. Uh, we're just going to tell you what we like about CrossFit. And uh, specifically, we're going to go into our top five favorite movements in CrossFit that we do. Now, We've had a lot of great feedback on the podcast the last couple of weeks. Everybody seemed to like last week's podcast really well. Um, and ever, I uh, actually had somebody this morning just come up and say, man, I'm really enjoying what's going on with the podcast. I'm learning a lot of kind of why we do what we do. Sure. So <clears throat> we'll get back to some of the really kind of booky, Nerdier. nerdy <laughs> type stuff um, eventually, but... We just wanted to throw this out here and just have some fun today and uh, talk about our five favorite movements. Number one, I love CrossFit in general. Yeah. Most people who do CrossFit love it. But one of the main reasons that I love CrossFit is because I always get to challenge myself and do something new. I always, um, I, I don't know what's coming. Um, sometimes I dread the workout. Like, you know, I don't. I don't go in every day and think, oh man, I'm just going to, I'm going to kill this. Sometimes I think it's going to kill me, right? <laughs> right, right? But I get better in ways that when I was, you know, just going to, you know, normal Globo type gyms and lifting weights and stuff. Yeah, that was productive. But when it comes to just all around fitness, CrossFit as a whole and the methodology and the things that we do. I love to be challenged. And, and I, I mean, it does take the cake. I mean, there's a there's a saying that even even with a, a moderately poor diet, if you're doing functional fitness, if you're doing CrossFit, you're still gonna that that's the beauty behind it. You're still gonna get healthier. results. You're still results, gonna get yeah. yeah. You're still gonna get results because of how effective it actually is. So. You know, there are a lot of, I mean, there are a lot of things we love about CrossFit. Focusing on our top five movements, I think, is a good way to kind of keep us on track because we won't, I mean, we could talk for hours about what we love about the sport in general. Yeah. You know, and so. Yeah. Um, this this should be fun, though. Um, yeah, it should be fun. Um, and, and all of you guys that are listening and thinking, send, you can send a message um, through the podcast that you're listening to, whatever platform. Or you can uh, comment, comment on, yeah. on the Facebook page. Uh, what are your favorite things that we do? Five, five favorite, top five. Top five favorites. This yeah. is uh, what we're talking about today. So yeah. without further ado. <clears throat> you want to go first? No, I want you to go first. You want me to go first? Okay. Number five of our top five favorite movies. Oh, so these are ranked. We're going to be like ranking these. Ah, uh, That's going to be hard, but yeah, I okay. think I got it. All right. Okay, here I go. Um. So if I'm talking about my top five and, and my number five slot, I didn't rank these originally, but here I go on the fly. I got to go with 
the Turkish getup. Ah, I love, I love Turkish getups too. <laughs> they are they are so um, challenge. Even if you have great mobility and good midline stability, they're always challenging. The Turkish getup is one of those movements where you're you start lying on your back, and you have to figure out how to get this weight from from laying flat to standing vertical and it overhead and locked out and um when that turkish getup gets heavy you have to be precise you have to be strong and there's no room for error you can't relax in the turkish getup at all you can't you know what i mean there's no point where you can just be like all right i'm gonna take a deep breath here no you have to be tense and 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 really think about every movement that you're doing and i love that about about the turkish getup yeah absolutely you cannot relax and make a turkish getup happen um, like with half effort. Sure. No, like yeah. a lot of movements that you can, you can do them wrong and still accomplish a ground to overhead. Sure. Or, okay. or, or hop up <clears throat> on the rig and do a, you know, crazy ludicrous looking kip and still get your chin over the bar. I like ludicrous. <laughs> I know you do. Uh, I do. No, no, I like I was saying the, the actual meaning of the word, but, um, Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, like, I'm not that smart. No, you're, you're using big words today. I don't. The Turkish getup leaves no room for error. I, I mean, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people struggle with it just using a towel. Sure. You know, and, and most so... of the time, if you if you struggle with um, Turkish getups, you either one, you have poor shoulder mobility or thoracic spine mobility, or your coordination, your ability to think while you're you moving. Know, Press, yeah. and then find my elbow, then find my hand, then hips up, then leg through, then you know oh, get yeah. into the lunge, keeping your eyes on that on that kettlebell all the time. I'm telling you, the Russians had a thing. They had a. They thing. figured a thing out when it comes to the kettlebell, and that thing will smoke you. And everybody knows that the putting Russian or uh, Turkish getups in, in a metcon is. Ugh torture talk to caitlin about that yeah she She, won't she won't cherry pick but she will complain (laughs) yeah we just had a athlete come move from california and she had never done turkish get-ups in a metcon and it's a completely different type of thing you know a lot of people think about weightlifting they're thinking about the barbell specifically the ollie lifts or like your raw strength movements uh you know your deadlift your back squat your bench press but i'm telling you the, the Turkish getup requires full midline stability, full body control, and and uh, an incredible amount of mobility and concentration to do that rep correctly. And so, I mean, to me, it's a challenge. I like I like that. I love that about this movement. And I also appreciate that it's under-programmed because of the level of difficulty. Right. I like to throw it in in our programming. Anyone who's been with us long enough knows they're going to come up and it's going to happen and and we're just going to have to you know work through it but that's my number 5 um it, not i mean if i had ranked this properly it might be up further on the list but that but that's my number 5 i want to hear about yours what's my, your, what's your number my five? number 5 is the dub the double under yeah i like the double under i do like the double under and because i mean it blows me up right. uh, obviously your heart rate gets up um because of the way that um, I'm a bigger guy, so I have a I have a lot of um, a weight to move, mm-hmm. right? So my my biceps blow up um, today. Even paired with push ups, my chest blew up in my dubs. Sure, yeah. Um, 
my calves, all of this stuff. But I like the dub in the fact that it just, I mean, conditioning wise, okay, your heart rate gets jacked up, but then you, you still have to be able to focus under intensity to make a dub happen. You, I mean, mm -hmm. literally, you have to focus. You have to, you know, relax. You have to stay you can't composed. Composure. Breathe. You have to go by muscle memory. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing with the double under. It's like one of the most elusive things because people just want to get it and get it now. Yeah. Okay. The, the biggest problem with getting double unders is you have to do double unders after you get them. Yeah. You have to condition them. Yeah. Right? And, the, and one of the biggest things about double unders is the fact that people don't jump correctly okay you try to go too quick they try to go try too to fast end. on the singles they they pike their feet which means they pull them up or flatten them when they jump almost like a like yeah like a tuck jump like, like they're a, trying to and then a donkey kick yeah um and it, those those things we see them all the time and you know it it is such i mean i i worked for a long time I on remember. my dubs i, I did them in my kitchen I, 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 and commercial breaks back when, before Netflix, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I would do them. And this is, this is one thing. If you guys want to succeed at skill work, dubs are skills, pistols are skills, handstands are skills. All of these skill work, you've got to put time in. Practice. Practice yeah. and time yeah. in outside of an hour. And we do dubs at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. You've got to put that effort in to make the neurological connection of coordination. So it sound it sounds to me like you really enjoy not just the movement, but the process to get the movement. I love the double under because it's a challenge, and when people get it, it's a big deal. Yeah. You know? I like it. So, number four. Um, my number four is... You guys are going to think I'm crazy. I'm going to go with the assault bike. Here's my, I, it, Decker's giving me a look right now. <laughs> I quit. I quit. Here's the thing with the assault bike. At first, and I was just talking about this with someone. At first, I hated, hated, hated the assault bike. Hated it. Um, and dreaded it. And would try to come up with excuses to avoid it. Here was the deal. When I, I when my screws in my knee started acting up and I couldn't squat and I couldn't really jump or run... I had to use the assault bike. And it really did feel like a forced relationship, me and the bike. After a while, I found myself really enjoying the challenge. You can't piddle through an assault bike. You can take off and do, you know, a, a 400 meter run or, or whatever. Or even on the rower, you can almost a little bit get away with piddling on the rower. But with the assault bike, you have to give effort. You have to give effort through your legs and your arms. And your arms. And your breathing. And things are going to start to burn. And even today, today's workout is a great example. You had that assault bike buy-in. And, I mean, you, you would think me getting off the bike and going into dubs would feel super easy because my dubs are good. But I got off that bike, picked up that rope, and I had to try. Yeah. I, like, I, had, to, I had to focus and, and really try because the assault bike has a, a unique way of wrecking you in in places that just no other monostructural movement does. Running doesn't do it. Rowing doesn't do it. Swimming doesn't do it. The assault bike is that challenge that I like 
where I I really do have to try. And right. I, again, I like that. I liked that about the Turkish getup, and I like that about about the assault bike. I also liked I like about the assault bike that when you do have injuries or ailments, most of the time you can still bike. Right. You know, so it's <clears> that it's that like safe go to that's still gonna challenge you. So that's my number four. Yeah, the bike never feels good, but I don't mind the bike. I I wouldn't put it in my top five favorite things to do because most of the time it it just makes you feel like trash, but. That's fine. I like the challenge of I like it as well. The, yeah, I like the challenge of it. I do. And I like that I can... It's like I can always go to it. I can always go to it if if I hurt myself. Yeah. You know? Um, if you want to get better on the bike, you have to bike. You have to bike. And when you get <laughs> and when you get on the bike, you have to try. Yeah. You can't just piddle around. Nope. Right? And I love that. I love that about the bike. Yeah. That bike's not going to click calories unless you're putting some effort into it. Yep. And here's the other thing about the bike. When you do get better at using the bike you do kind of look forward to it because you know, all right, I can hit these 50 cals in four and a half minutes and still be able to walk. So you have an idea of what you can do and it's still not going to feel great, but you can go into it with a little bit of, of confidence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, you with, with a lot of other movements where there's a high skill set, you really have to think about every little thing you're doing. And the thing that I do like about the bike is you don't really have to overthink that. You can right. just You can just suck it up Get a little bit in that pain cave and hang out there and just get it done. I yeah. like that. Yep. Cool. You're number four. My number four, I like dumbbell snatches. Yeah. Yeah. Those I, are good. I, I do love dumbbell snatches. I don't, again, I don't really like how they make me feel, but I like the fact that I can get such a full body workout plus cardio, mm-hmm. plus endurance, plus stamina, plus, I mean, all of these things, and it's a full range of motion movement from sure. the ground to overhead. I don't mind the hang, mm-hmm. hanging dumbbell snatches, but I like to go down to the ground and really focus on my body position, really focus on my hip extension, the quarter extremity movement. Yeah. And that lockout at the top is, it's just good. It's good for your entire body. It works the body. There's really not much more to say about a dumbbell yeah, snatch. I, true. Um, I mean, it's, it's, a my great, four. it's a great go-to. And also, I love, and we didn't mention about the Turkish getup, but very similar to the to a dumbbell snatch, it's unilateral. So it's going to expose weaknesses. If you have a weaker side of the body, you're going to feel that challenge more. Whereas with a barbell, you you won't feel it as much. Right. Because both hands are on that weight. So... Yeah, any any unilateral movement is good, but yeah, I, d- it, I dig the dumbbell snatches. Yeah, well. it shows your weakness. You sure. know, if you if you're weak and deficient on the left side, you're gonna know. Yeah. Especially if you're moving anything over fifty pounds for a guy, anything yeah. over thirty five for a lady, you're gonna know. Yeah. Like my left side is either little, uncoordinated a or a tad weaker, <laughs> or my mobility at the top is not as good as what it should be, and so you know, be very thoughtful, be very methodical about your movements with that one. Um, cause it can work you and sure. everybody knows that we just had one of those Monday, this week. Was that too. Monday's workout? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. That, yeah. That yeah. Hurt. <laughs> uh, number three, number three. Um, I'm going to go, I got to go with the muscle up. I love, I love, I love the muscle up for so many reasons. And a lot of people kind of like you said with the dub believe the movement itself is elusive. I, d- I disagree in that it, to me, the muscle up feels like a very basic skill. Pulling yourself up and on top of an object, all of us should be able to do that. We now, should, yeah. Now, I, I do realize, kind of like with the dub, 
there are skills and drills. The process of getting it seems cumbersome. It seems like it's never going to happen. I'm never going to get it and it's never going to click. But that's just your brain playing tricks on you, really. I mean, right. once you develop that neurological connection and that, that kip and that rapid hip fire and that fast sit up and you get your first muscle up, everyone remembers their first muscle up. Sure. You know, how because, many... Because it seems so elusive. It, right, because, but it's not is the thing. And so I, I love when people get their first muscle up. I Most of the time... I'm the loudest person in the room. I'm screaming. I'm I'm cheering. Usually, there's a tear that mm-hmm. comes out when my athletes because get we've the, seen the work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because of that process. So I love the muscle up. I love doing muscle ups, but mostly I love teaching it and then watching our athletes get actually get that muscle up. And yeah. then, and of course, just like the dub, it takes time. You have to build stamina. So when you see the muscle up come out in workouts, and it's three rounds and there's nine muscle ups around maybe you only get one right maybe you just start there and then the maybe next time we do that workout you get two or three in a round you have to build up that stamina capacity and yeah. that capacity yeah, to yeah. do that movement but yep my number three is the muscle up i love it i think that people need to start understanding that don't ever look at a movement and say i'll never be able to do that ever 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 don't ever do ever. that yeah and and work through the process of getting better. Yes. All the time. Mm-hmm. People come in all the time and say, I'll never be able to do a pull-up. Right? Yeah. Just work at it. Yeah. Do do your due diligence. Come to the gym. Keep your diet where it needs to be at least 80-20 and, and get better. Yeah. Get if, better. if you do the hard work, it will pay off. Yeah. And That's just simple... Our our athletes are getting better. That's for sure. I we know, have I almost know. two boards of PRs this month. Yeah, um, I, I I mean I'm pretty sure we'll fill that one up. Um, everyone's doing great. Everyone's getting better. Yeah. But never never like he like Decker just said, never come into a workout or see someone do something and then have that belief. Well, I'll never do that. That is just not true. Right. Nothing. I mean, it's true if you believe it and you adopt that system of thinking. But if you if you believe one day I'll be there, you will. Yeah. As long as you do the work. Yeah. You got to put yep. in that work. Number three Number for three me for is the deadlift. Oh, yes. Yeah. I I love the deadlift um, because it is, again, it, it is more of a technical lift than people think. Oh, your, for your sure. Your body yeah. is a finely tuned design, um, a schematic of levers and pulleys. Yeah. Okay. And figuring out, and I've learned this over time of watching so many people deadlift and learning so much about the deadlift. There is a proper way to do it. There is a right way. There is things to think about and, and, and ways to do it. And one way to do it, to get the most effective power output from your body type. Not well, all deadlifts look the same. Not all deadlifts. Okay, look understand the same. that. For sure. And and let's not forget the deadlift is the heaviest lift. Yep. I mean, it is your if we're talking about the the biggest load you're ever gonna move, that's your deadlift. It's a deadlift, yeah. It's a deadlift. There's a lot of potential for injury, but there's a ton of potential for power output. And, you know, we're sticklers about good form and good technique, but how how functional is that? Like, how many times a day do you pick up an object? 
hundreds. I mean, right? Like for us, for sure. Yeah, right? like, I'm con- we're constantly picking things up. That is that's the deadlift and the simplic- the simplicity of it and the complexity of it makes it such a beautiful movement at the yeah. same time. So our our coach, our personal coach, um Jason Ackerman, he um quoted another guy, I can't remember, but if you lose even in your older age, if you lose the ability to deadlift, you're close to death. Sure. I believe okay. that, yeah. It is a functional movement to pick anything up off of the floor. So even when I'm picking a 25-pound plate off of the floor, I'm still thinking about my core. I'm still mm-hmm. thinking about my hips. I still want to feel it in my hamstrings. Right. I don't, you know what I mean? Because I'm thinking about that stuff. Um, so the deadlift, full body movement from the top to the bottom of your body it works. That's a good number of three. And you know what's funny about what you just said? You're thinking, like, when we're cleaning up in the gym, it always happens when I, like, tweak my back. It's because I'm at home, I'm not thinking, <laughs> and I go to pick something up off the ground, and I, like, twist and just kind of... I remember pulling a cord, a vacuum cord, out of the outlet, like, twisting lazy, <laughs> And going to yank it, and I tweaked my back doing that. I remember two, two days before that, I was deadlifting for a PR to two eighty. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's it, yeah. If if you think about it and just do the movement correctly, you're you're safe, you're secure, and it is probably one of the most functional things we do. Absolutely, yeah. you can never stop deadlifting, no matter yeah. how old you are. I agree. Keep moving and keep picking things up. Yes, sir. Number two. Speaking of picking things up, I feel like I'm cheating a little bit here, but I'm going to just go with it. My number two is actually three movements. (laughs) I got to go. My number two is the Olympic lifts. And I can't really pick one because. Well, that's not fair. Well, and that, yeah. Okay. So I'm cheating. I'm cheating here. I know what your number one is. I can feel it in my bones. Okay. Well, we're, you just wait. I feel it in my bones. (laughs) My number, my number two is the snatch and the clean and jerk and I'm throwing them all together because they they are equally exciting to me and I love them both. I love the clean and jerk because it is the heaviest lift ground to overhead mm-hmm. and you just feel powerful. Yeah. When when you hit a good clean and jerk and when and when that bar path is right and all all the things that have to happen to make that lift perfect when they do happen and you're lifting the heaviest you can ground to overhead, it's just a great feeling. Yeah. I love the feeling of that. And I love, again, the complexity and the challenge of the movement and the years it takes to even come close to mastering it. And the snatch being the fastest ground to overhead lift, it, it's still moving a heavy load. When you hit a good snatch, when you when you pull that weight and stick it in the bottom and you know you, you got it, all you got to do is stand up. I don't know. It gives me goosebumps yeah. thinking about it. It's just one. It's it's so fun because it is so incredibly challenging and takes so much work, but it's all worth it when you do hit that one lift that just lights a fire underneath. Right. And I think people feel the way you do and the way I do about the ollie lifts because they've been through the process of what it takes to get there. You can't appreciate something to the, its fullest effect. Or potential, unless you've gone through the process to get to that point. Sure, yeah. So when we have snatch days or clean and jerk days, and you got people 
newer athletes to the gym that are still learning and they're still moving PVCs and they're still moving barbells, those aren't their favorite days. No. But no. a year from now, six months from now, when they start moving some weight because they've done the right process, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, look at all the work I did to even get to here. Yeah. And that's why people love these lifts. Yep. Right? And so understand and enjoy that process. I'm just going to go ahead and say my number two is the snatch. It, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, we're on number two, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're on number yeah. two. So too. the, so I'm just going to say my number two is the snatch. It is very difficult. It is super difficult, but I love the complexity of it. I like harder movements. Yeah. I like to challenge myself yeah. um, to move. And um, I like to, I do. I'm kind of like you. I like that feeling of I did it right. I actually did everything right. There are, I don't know true statistics, but in my mind, if I did 100 snatches, 10 of them would feel perfect. Sure. <laughs> I might complete 75 of them. It's like we're talking about a batting average right, right now. <laughs> right, right. Like people yeah. making millions and millions of dollars hitting 30% of the time they right. get to the plate. Yeah. It's like that with the snatch. It sure is. Right. Yeah. So 10, like 10 out of 100 would feel like money. Yeah. All the other ones you're going to catch forward. Um, it's better to catch backwards, but yeah. it's, you're going to catch forward. You're going to, you're, you're, you're going to catch with your arms bent. You have to press out of it. You're not going to get to depth. You're not going to get under the bar. You're, I mean, well, all, all. I mean, the list goes on of all the things that could go wrong in yeah. a snatch. And I think that's what makes it such a beautiful movement. Yeah. Su such a, it, it's almost like when you do hit that lift and you hit it perfect, you've created this piece of art. Yeah. Just think it yeah. exactly. Just think about the courage though, that we're pulling out of people to take you know 60 70% of their body weight yeah and squat underneath it quickly and let it land and hope you catch it pick it up get underneath it yeah. and stand it up yeah so <laughs> yeah. i like what olympic lifts do to the courage and yeah. and and to athletes and to people like they never thought that they would pick a barbell up and be able to do it like they're doing it no matter if it's a PVC and nobody thought they could overhead squat or whatever, sure, right? Yeah. I like what CrossFit in general, but the snatch and the clean and jerk, what they do for the, you know, bravery of people. You yeah. know, we had somebody yesterday trying to clean um, and get under the barbell. They just couldn't. And, they're, and five pounds ago, they did. With you know, ease. They, with, with ease. ease and yeah. their mind got, got, got to them. I love to see people conquer things. Anyway, that I have a jacket that weighs more than five pounds, right? Like it doesn't. <laughs> but when it comes to the ollie lifts, it, that that could be the thing where that's your threshold that you have to figure out how to get past. So yeah, we, I love that. That's awesome. I'm glad I mean, we agreed on one. I like it. What? What's a miracle? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are we at number one? Yeah. We're gonna do number one. All right. I'm gonna say, say it. it. I'm gonna say it. My number one. If we're ranking, it is my favorite movement, and it is... I'm just going to throw up. It is the burpee. Mm. Here's the deal. Hear me out. The I know what you're <laughs> going to say. <laughs> the burpee, symbolically, picking yourself up off the ground, to me, is so incredibly important. Not just in the physical realm, but mentally. You can always do another burpee. You period, end of story. You can always do it. You can. No matter how you, if you have to step up, 
crawl up, whatever it is, you can always do another one. And I think it's important that people realize that the, the burpee in itself, getting on the ground and getting back up, it is something that we've done our whole lives. Yeah. Since we were the itty bitty kids, we've always had to get down and get back up. I was doing burpees in the military before I even knew what burpees were. We, we called them, um, I'm up, they see me, I'm down. I'm up, they see me, I'm down. It was a drill mm-hmm. you do with your with your weapon. You stand up, there's an enemy, you get down quickly on your belly, and then you get back up to move, and, 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 and it's just the functionality of it is so important. What are you going to do if you fall? You I have mean, to get on, up. You have to get up, right? Um, the other thing I love about the burpee is that it is limitless in the creativity you can do with it. You can do any kind of burpee, make it more complex, make it more of a coordination thing, yeah. increase that intensity, burpees over the barbell, burpees over the wall, burpee muscle-ups, burpee whatever. Pull-ups, and yep. As far as your mind can can think, right. the burpee has no limit. It's very I, versatile. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like the fact, now I don't like doing burpees, they, they always have been terrible, but <laughs> That I see the productivity in them. Yeah. Right. I understand. I understand my entire body is working at that time. Uh, another one thing that I like about the burpee is that it's infinitely scalable as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And no matter if you are two hundred pounds overweight, or you have absolutely no muscle and you're deconditioned and you weigh less than you know a hundred pounds as a sure. full grown adult, you can do a burpee. Yep. You can. We just have to modify it, scale it, and it's so important. And it that feels you do the it. same. If yeah, it was, it's very important. Yes. It, it it does, and that's what stimulus is, right? You scale it, you exit, whatever. It's gonna feel the same. It's gonna suck, but you got to be able to pick yourself up. Yeah, you just have to. So that's my number one, I, and I'll leave it at that. Yes, I love burpees and no program them a lot, but um, no, we have to do them. Got to do them. We have to, and yep. they're great for conditioning. They really are. Sure. And and more than. Not more, but at the same level that they're great for conditioning, they're great for your mental fortitude. Oh yeah. Like you people hit this wall and they go, I can't I don't want to do another one. But you can. You can. And that's why your coaches are always like, just go down to the ground. If you'll train yourself to just go down to the ground, for some reason you just get back up. You will get back up. Yeah. You will get back up. So I like that about the burpee as well. So. That it trains your brain. Yep. Train yeah. <laughs> your brain. I want to hear um, your number one. What my number it? one's a clean and jerk. Uh, yeah. I love the squat clean and yeah. jerk. It is my favorite movement. Um, it didn't always, wasn't always that way. Um, obviously, none of, none of my favorite movements are going to be gymnastics. Um, there are some people that love the gymnastics part. That stuff's tough, you know, for uh, a bigger guy, but... The clean and jerk, and for the same things as a snatch. There's nine of the ten characteristics of fitness that have to happen in the clean and jerk. In a split second. In a split second. I I love uh, technical movement. I like the challenge. I love the fact that it's two movements. It's the clean. That's one. My body's got to do what it's supposed to do. And it's almost like it gives you a second to to think about what you're going to do next. Yeah. Yeah. I I do like that about the clean and jerk as well. Yeah. The snatch is like... All those things have to happen simultaneously. The clean and jerk is, all right, get the first pull, get them hips extended, get under the barbell, stand it up, 
Oh, right? well, I mean, during a clean, if I'm doing a clean and jerk and I'm about to clean weight, I'm not even thinking about the jerk. The jerk is so far out of <laughs> right. my mind. That's right. like the last thing I'm thinking of. I'm All I'm thinking about is that clean. Now, once I got it on my front rack, I've completely forgotten about the clean. Yeah. <laughs> and now <laughs> all I'm thinking about is the jerk. Yeah, if, if it gets up there <laughs> higher in the percentages, once you get it cleaned, you're like, oh, crap, that's heavy. That, that's <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. but that's one of the things you can't say. Yeah. You never want to say, like, I've abandoned lifts on the first pull because in my mind I went, there's no way that's heavy. Yeah. yeah. There's no way I can't get that. So I'll abandon the lift. I'll go reset my brain and I'll just hit it and pull it and then put it over my head. You oh, know? Yeah. I love that about the clean and jerk. So those are my five. I like um, it. So I like it. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead do, and look at the. Do, we asked so, our coaches. I did. I did ask our coaches kind of last minute. Um, so we got. We have Miss Miss uh, Coach April here gave me her five favorites, and I don't know if they're ranked or in order or whatever. I'm just going to read them as she wrote them. We got the deadlift, which is one of yours. Hey-oh. oh the overhead squat. Ooh. Um, she has fantastic mo. She has a great overhead yeah. squat. I would, um, I mean, I don't know if that's why it's her favorite, but the overhead squat, very challenging. What The hardest squat we do. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? So that's a good one. The split jerk, that's both in our, our list. Um, the back squat. Yeah. Hitting a good back squat feels pretty awesome. It does. Cause it's heavy. Well, it's your heaviest. It's squat. accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. It's your heaviest squat. Um, you get to really rack a lot of weight mm-hmm. on you because it, it's just, you know, behind that frontal plane a little bit. Um, and she also has the handstand push up. I do love the handstand push up. I, I mean, I love doing it. I'm pretty good at it. I, it, fires me up when when it's in a wad um mm-hmm. so i could see and and you're inverted that that again level of complexity sure skill there. yeah um nice thank you. nice list coach thank you coach april deadlift overhead squat split jerk back squat handstand, handstand push up and then we have coach shelby there's really no surprise with this lift it's all things he's great at <laughs> right <laughs> we got um in no particular order the muscle up the snatch and clean, which were three of mine and two of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, the GHD, I'm not sure if he means sit-ups or hip ex- or probably just the equipment in general. There's a lot you can do with oh, the Oh, yeah, the, the GHD is such an underused piece of equipment because, in most gyms. Yeah, well, they're, I mean, they take up a lot of room. And they take um, extra time. Extra time. They're expensive. Yep. So, and yep. you can't program them into wads because you've got to have you have to have four enough, or five yeah. of them um you know. so anytime you guys are in the gym and you want to mess with the ghd let us know you can't go yeah. wrong with it man yep it, it's, it's good stuff. it's a great tool it does a lot of good for the body um and then he also wrote handstand push-ups so he he's lined up with coach a- april oh yeah yeah yep. that's pretty that's that's a pretty good list um so uh, it looks like all the coaches are in agreement so far on the Ollie lifts. Um, I just got coach Caitlin. Um, she sent me, well, shocker, thrusters, wall balls. What? What What do you mean, what? It's the same movement. <laughs> I know. But she, <laughs> she was really good at them. Yeah. Um, thrusters, wall balls, squats. I'm assuming she means any squat. Any squat. Not the overhead. Probably not the overhead. I bet she's meaning back squats. She says she's running. She's busy. Um, okay, so we got thrusters, wall balls, squats, and good old power cleans. 
That's exactly how she wrote it. Good old power. Good old power cleans. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah. that's just uh, letting you letting you know we went almost forty minutes today. That's awesome. Yeah, we did. We did a longer one. We, I mean, there's nothing wrong with with chatting a little bit, but you know, we would really like to love to know like your list. I will. Yeah, yeah we want to know what are your five favorites, and and don't. Here's what I would discourage everyone from doing. Picking the five things that they're just really, really awesome at. Mm-hmm. It, it's not even about that. Pick the five movements, whether it's something like the ollie lifts. I'm not the greatest Olympic lifter, but I love the challenge and I want to be great at them. Right. So they're on my, they're on my top mm-hmm. five because I want that pursuit of, of greatness in the movement. What are the five movements that you're either really wanting to do well or you know, think about whatever they are, five movements, your favorites, the ones you really want to master, the ones you love. We would love to know. Yeah. Guys, thanks for listening. Um, It's been a great week and we're just keep on grinding. Thanks for listening to the Tango Delta podcast. We'll catch you next week.